You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Much has been made about the volatility in the markets and the reasons for the volatility. And one of the reasons for the volatility that's been put forward is that there are a lot more people that have been in lockdown that are trading the markets. And I have to admit that after many, many years of absence, because I was rubbish at it in the past, I've sort of thought to myself, well, maybe I'm mature enough to actually take, not a punt, but invest short term via an online trading platform. And I've I've done it. I had a very well publicised trial run on my my podcasting site and then last week I took the plunge and actually put some money in and started and goodness me I've got a 100% record one out of one uh, the company that I'm using is IG South Africa with me now is Travis Robson co-head and chief commercial officer at IG South Africa and, and I have to say it's quite addictive Travis are you finding lots of people like they are overseas coming to your site in order to I don't know to embellish their long-term portfolios can I put it that way yeah, I, I don't know about the addiction point of view, but um, certainly we are seeing a lot more clients taking the opportunity to trade. Uh, there's two reasons for it. You mentioned, I think, both of them. Firstly, the volatility is a contributing factor, and you know, increasing volatility, especially over lockdown. And there's a number of reasons for volatility. It can, can be market uncertainty, can be market po- positive news, it can be global uncertainty, global positive news. It can be COVID itself. Yes. And this increase, in, this increase in volatility saw exceptional trade volumes, um, not just for us, but for I think many many online trading firms. Just to give you give you some um, background, <clears throat> in March, which is the start of our, uh, um, in the volatile time, we saw our average, daily average trading volume exceed one million per day. And usually our daily average trading volume is about 336,000 trades per day. And that's just South and Africa or, I, or IG internationally? No, no, this, this is a group level. So right. I'm just giving you numbers from a group from a group perspective. Okay. And you know, for us, it's really important to support our clients during this extreme volatility. And that goes to making sure our systems are working, our trading platforms are working. We have as many clients, staff available to work, and we run at 24 uh, 24 hours, six days a week business. But then again, you also, secondly, also mentioned a lot of people have more time on their hands to work from home. Time and freedom has definitely seen an increase in client activity or trading activity. And what also supports this is we've also increased our communication with our clients through webinars. We can't go to seminars because everything's under lockdown. Yes. So in, in, all of, in all of our jurisdictions that we have, we've definitely increased our, our our attendance rate at our customer webinars to basically help educate and support our clients as best as possible for this time. So I was going to mention that. A- sorry to interrupt you. I was going to mention that. How important is education to you? I mean, are you obliged <clears throat> to do so or do you just feel that you ought to be doing so? Uh, because there are certain people that are coming to the market through other companies that have also been well published. So they've come to the market and they're taking a punt because everyone else is taking a punt, as they call it. I'm not saying we're punting, we're investing. But are you obliged and happy to help people out when it comes to trading and what trading means and how to go about it? Um, certainly. So first of all, our vision is to provide the world's best trading experience. And we're really clear about our target audience, which is targeting sophisticated active traders who are engaged, decisive and well-informed. So going back to your point, are we obliged to? 
I think yes. I think everybody has a responsibility to educate the clients as much as possible. Most clients that do come in are sophisticated active traders, either been trading for many years um, with other brokers or, um, you know, fairly savvy on their, their, their trading ideas. But we, we're always looking at ways to help traders. Uh, we've, like I said, mentioned, you know, implement a lot more webinars and education and in-person seminars in the countries that we can. Um, you know, we want traders to trade profitable, be profitable. We want to be able to allow traders to have the relevant knowledge, in-depth and practical resources, both to the new ones and the experienced traders to equip them with the knowledge and skill to, I guess, successfully navigate the world of financial markets. So we look at um, implementation of trading analytics tools to help traders be better. That's one of the new features we've really been working on. And this provides detailed trading performance, which allows clients to better understand their trading behavior. And we've really been getting great response from our clients for that. For the new, the new traders, Lindsay, what you mean, let's say the really new novice traders coming in. Yeah. Um, and yes, that's not probably our core market, but obviously you have to cater for these, these individuals. We offer IG Trading Academy, and that is basically a separate app. Uh, which offers clients a huge range of resources to help them sharpen their trading skills. Um, it can be taken at a client pace, and we know that every client has to adopt his trading philosophies or his approach at their own pace. So it's a very step-by-step, course-orientated uh, app, um, and it offers a lot of uh, opportunities for clients to go and and really learn about the back end of trading, how trading works. Naturally, most firms do offer some sort of live demo. And we certainly, when I say live demo, it's a demo which replicates the live market, but it obviously uses monopoly money to allow traders to get comfortable with the trading platform before taking the next journey to go live. So we have that, but we also offer the trading analytics tools and IG Academy, which I think really helps support the clients. And when, you know, people want to trade, they have the best resources at hand to trade. While we've been talking, I've um, been watching the U.S., as it calls itself, the U.S. Tech 100 contract. This is not on your platform. This is just another live feed that I get. Uh, the U.S. Tech 100 contract, when we first started speaking, was down 0.73%. Uh, it then, uh, within minutes, went to down 1.03% and is now down 0.88%. So the volatility is palpable all the time. What are people going for? Obviously, the Teslas and the Apples and the other FANG stocks have caught people's imagination. Are you finding that it's those stocks that people are going for and that are enticing them in to start trading responsibly? Or are there other stocks in South Africa? In, in other words, is the South African experience a little bit different to the IG international experience or the international IG offering? That's a very good question. I think from a South African perspective side, We've had exchange controls, and what that means is people have a minimum amount of money that they can take offshore to trade and invest. So yeah. you find that South African traders by nature are very localized, and we have our South African Top 40 Index, which is the basket of the 40 most traded stocks in the JC. So that in South Africa is by far our biggest um, and most actively traded product. Um, going back to your, your question on the FANGs and Apple and Tesla and, and the different products, certainly those products are definitely, definitely um, popular, and I think that really contributed by social media. What's been spoken about in social media tends to be at the interest of the client. Um, another one would be gold. As you know, gold is used as a hedge sometimes for volatility, so people will swing out of 
uh, trading gold and then going back into normal your normal equity stocks like your your apples your teslas um facebook's etc so all of that plays um into it um i think from a global perspective you find people gravitate towards larger baskets like your you mentioned your us 100 uh so basically that's your s p uh the dow 30 uh which is you know the top 30 stocks trader that on the wall street uh currencies also very popular and then, like I said, your big commodity, oil and gold, are very, very popular. So it's got a combination of what's been popular for many years um, and also what's really topical in social media and getting the interest of uh, active traders. And what we've seen is a lot of our active traders are very in tune to the social media aspect where they look at, um, you know, the likes of Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, to some degree, to Facebook, to all different social media channels, news channels, which have also adopted a much more social media approach to determine what to trade. And, yeah, but South Africa definitely separate from the rest of the group. The bigger ones like S&P, Dow, the DAX, uh, um, and those big names are what people tend to gravitate towards. And then within each country, you have your your stocks or your currencies or commodities that are relevant for that specific market which people do trade. So I guess it range per jurisdiction. I'm sure it does. Uh, what about the a typical South African IG trader's profile? Is it a man? Is it a woman? Is it someone who's a professional? Is it someone who is an amateur? Are they using your platform to hedge against their overall position or are they just having a short-term speculative stance towards the markets can you give us any clue without obviously giving away too much no certainly i mean we do a lot of research on, on our client base and um when i talk about a sophisticated active trader let's let's put it in a category alpha trader mm. uh, we've got two types of traders we've got the investing potential and the alpha so the investing potential are ages between the 35 and 55 and it is very male dominated um and those people are well educated um and in many different areas of of work or employment mm. and a lot of them do it as a, a trade to make revenue and profit but they're also people that use it as an opportunity as you mentioned to hedge your portfolio and or to hedge your existing portfolio with another broker the rationale behind that is if you're very long only on a, on a normal equity fund, people will take a CFD to go short the market, meaning sell against the market. So that's very popular. And then you've got a new wave of investing potential coming through. And we're finding that as it's a much younger crowd coming through. Um, when I say younger, I'd say the ages between 23 and 35. And they're more into, in South African perspective, they're very much inter inter interested in the FX side. And we've seen a, a lot of a lot of people gravitating towards trading the FX. Um, so that's definitely supporting that alpha sophisticated trader. There's always been IG's core client base throughout our, our, our 10 years in IG South Africa. 10 years IG South Africa, but you were founded, I think, in 1973 by Stuart Wheeler, who I knew personally and uh, sadly died uh, recently. But uh, so you've, you've, you've been around for a lot longer than most people have. Yeah, 46 years on, on, uh, for IG as a group. And then, you know, we have um, offices in 60 countries around the world, including South Africa. And we have access to around 17,000 financial markets through our online trading platforms it's really a really big you know business in terms of numbers of clients we have about two hundred and fifty thousand 
clients within the group. Um, just within the last, um, our, our financial year was end of end of May, just within the last quarter. And that was once again attributed to what we spoke on earlier, volatility and people working from home and, and whatnot. We saw an increase of about 96,000 new clients coming to IG to support that total at 240,000 global clients. Luckily this weekend, Travis, there was a wedding I had to attend, a virtual wedding I had to attend, so that distracted me. Luckily, there was a Formula One Grand Prix that I had to watch, uh, and that distracted me. Uh, there was uh, football, um, uh, Nations League football in Europe, which uh, also meant that I was watching TV. Plus, there was a T20 game between England and Australia. So all these things meant that I wasn't mucking about and uh, looking at my screen. But if I had to have looked at my screen, I could have seen Weekend IG, which is fantastic. And I, I look at it, and I look at the weekend wall street mainly but also i look at the virtual currencies and they're flashing away all weekend i mean people are trading those things over the weekend i mean they can't get get enough of this stuff is that something that you can do on the south african website as well yeah that's correct so for a lot of our bigger products so let's take currencies the currencies generally trade for 22 hours or um of a normal trading day mm. and a lot of the baskets will trade between certain times um let's call it let's say 12 hours or 16 hours or 18 hours or 22 hours. And then what we do, we run a 24-hour pricing on a lot of our products. Um, and that allows our clients to take advantage of the markets when they would normally be closed. We're running a 24-hour market on those prices, and that allows our clients to manage their risk more effectively in those out-of-hours time period, as you mentioned, over the weekend, early hours of the market. If you talk about this African um, consumer is very trading the SA40. The SA40 in South Africa only trades between half past eight and five o'clock. We're able to run a 24-hour market for that. And then a lot of traders will be looking at the ASX, Australian market, um, the Asian markets to see what happened to the close on Friday, late evening on the S&P or the Dow. And that allows them to take a position coming into Monday morning before the markets open, the cash markets open. And I think that's a very popular product for us have these 24 markets but i think it's a really good thing for our clients to effectively manage their risk and being able to to effectively manage their trading positions almost on a, a 24 hour seven days a week time frame naturally it's it, there's some turnoff times for a lot of our different exchanges but we do try to support our clients as much as possible with as much 24 hour market trading as we can possibly provide the US Tech 100 contract now down 1.01% uh, on my screen. I must stop looking at it. <laughs> so how do we? How do, if anyone doesn't have an IG South Africa account, how do we? How do we? Uh, how do they rather open up? What do they do? What's the first step? Yeah, the first thing is to obviously go to our website www.ig.com. Wherever you're based, no matter what geographical country you're based in, it will pick up your computer IP address and put you at the best la nearest landing page. Mm. So if you are in Europe, you'll be, you know, sent it to a European landing page for localized in South Africa, you go to a localized landing page. And then what I would say is, you know, the, the, everything's available there. Open a demo account would be my first protocol is to open a live virtual demo account and play around and get a feel for it. There's lots of webinars, educational research, go into trading, trading academy, and just get a real good feeling for it. And what we want is make sure is our, our customers are really understanding and knowledgeable about, about taking that step into trading. 
It's exactly what I did. And if I had gone straight in with real money, when I first started re-exploring my trading career, I would have been wiped out. But over the weeks, with the, the help of experts on strictlybusinesspodcast.com, uh, I learned. I learned about stop losses. I learned about managing the money. I learned about uh, not getting too overgeared and all those sort of things. And luckily, the first trade I've done has been a, a success. Well, it's only a success when I take that profit. But yeah, it's uh, it's been a real education. Travis, thank you very much for your time. That's Travis Robson, who's the co-head and chief commercial officer of IG South Africa. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.